You're listening to the Weekly Windown. This week, we go see Fantastic Beasts, The Crumbs of Grindelwald, and talk about the video games we've been playing. Ryan Welcome to the Weekly Windown. This is Simon here. Alongside me, as always, is Kelso and Brent. How's hey. it going? Oh, good. How are you? Good. That's the enthusiasm I like to hear on this fine Wednesday evening. You know what? I'm proud of you, Simon. That is probably this is the happiest I've heard you and seen you in a long time. I am jacked up and ready to go is for this. The glass is half full today. So yeah, I don't good. even have a glass and it's half full. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> After <laughs> the soccer tournament this weekend, it was more like pretty much empty, but uh, yeah, well, a yeah. few of them were quite empty. Yeah. You guys recovered from that yet? Um, Getting there? My hip? No. Uh, my my ego definitely not, mm-hmm. but uh, livers yeah. livers getting there. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tough go. I, I well, we didn't do so well. I how did you guys do? Well, you know, uh, we were put in the wrong division. We were put in co-ed open, and that's where all the huskies and whatnot play. So we got yeah destroyed. Yeah, for lack of better words. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a tough go, but it was a fun time as always. So. So what did you guys get up to this week? Well, what did I do? I um, guess we all went to see a movie this week. For a, That's a podcast first. Yeah. Yeah. We got an achievement. Uh, we unlocked an achievement for all the Xbox nerds out there. It was called Get Simon Out of the House to Go See a Movie. <laughs> I was yeah. just going to say, I'm like plowing through my quota of movies in a year here. This is unprecedented yeah. amounts of screen time here. Th- this podcast has just like completely changed him now. Yeah. yeah. He's like going outside, meeting like new people yeah going out to the theater which this is two trips to the theater in one year like honestly that's probably not happened in like 10 plus years i would say but i'm actually enjoying it i must say the the new theater there by our place is is pretty fun yeah for those of you who don't know it's landmark cinemas um they're canadian owned company is it canadian eh? yeah i didn't know that yeah no pun intended with the a there (laughs) it's just a bad habit i guess (laughs) yeah they uh yeah no spoilers, but there might be a joke later on. Um, ah, touche. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what'd you guys think of the movie? Well, <clears throat> I don't know. I, sorry, I don't know if we actually mentioned the fact that it was Fantastic Beasts two that we saw. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What movie did yeah. we go see? We saw the movie. Yeah. Which I, probably, to be fair, unless you're a big Grinch fan, I guess this was the movie. So yeah. This well, week. it um, it did sixty two point two million box office for opening weekend. So is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. Um, that's only twelve point four million down from the first Fantastic Beasts, which I thought was a lot closer than what the reviews give made it out to be. Because the reviews are just absolutely shit on this movie. Like it got a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah you're expecting it to be a lot worse. And than like three point eight out of five. And I think a lot of that has to do with there's no books on this. There's only one reference to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and that's in the Harry Potter books because it's a textbook that's actually being used in the Hogwarts Academy, Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yep. But oh, it, I forgot that. There's no actual books, like novels. Oh, so, she's writing the movies as they yeah, go. So this is, um, this is very bold for uh, J.K. Rowling, for sure, because much like our fantastic guest don't see what i did there Mm -hmm. fantastic guest last week aaron talk was talking about she was uh skeptical a little bit about this movie because there's no books to go off of and it's it's kind of 
um, delving into uncharted territory and talking a lot about about the universe, like the Harry Potter universe. Well, it had its story and it's like been done now. So when you kind of go into a different, you kind of go back to that universe and you try add something new without having any like yeah i mean it's getting into well and that's i've i've been flipping through of some reviews and to see what people have been thinking and if it's a good or a bad thing a lot of people have been drawing parallels to the star wars prequels and you know the new movies too so whether that's a good thing or not depending how you feel about the new star wars movies or 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 the prequels i guess as well too so but it's certainly a parallel has been drawn a lot by quite a few people but what did you think of it overall you know uh, overall, I give it, um, on Hank and Kelso. I haven't done a review for that yet, but that's my movie review thing. Okay. My buddy Hank, which we will have on here, uh, yeah. down the road. Cause he does some other wonderful stuff too. I give it about, I would say it deserves about a 70, it deserves about a 76% yeah. All right. for me. Yeah. I, I that's thought pretty. it was like pretty entertaining. Like I thought, honestly, I didn't. I thought it maybe was better than the first. I think I was more engaged in the second one. Honestly, I agree with that. I was going to say like that too, actually. The first one may have been more of like a complete story or a complete like, I don't know. It made, not that it was easier to follow or anything like that. It it was more or less, felt like more cohesive or something like that. But the second one, yeah, I was a lot more engaged with and just like generally felt like, not that there was like a lot of suspense in a lot of the scenes and that's what i heard some people complaining about like even in some of the fight scenes it was you know there wasn't a lot of suspense or build up to certain things but i did feel like it caught my attention now granted i did see the first one just like at home and i watched this one in theater so maybe that had something to do with it i'd be curious to rewatch both of them and see you know how i felt but i think part of it also is the fact that now you can see it's that whole five movie plan that they're doing not that you can see the plan but you know that that's coming so I guess they're not giving a lot of answers at the end no. of, of this movie, which is why potentially yeah. there's been so much and controversy. But. Going back into kind of just piggybacking off of that statement right there, I did some kind of digging and research on some theories because that was one of the big things that I was reading going into the movie was that people just had more questions than answers going after that movie. And it's expected because when there's no book to go off of, mm-hmm. you're going to have questions. Mm-hmm. And especially when it's in a new, uh, when it's in the same universe, yeah. um, you're going to have questions. And it's like, well, who's this? Who's that? But wouldn't you want more questions? And like, if it's like going to be like what originally was going to be like a trilogy is now like five. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. you want more questions? Yes. Though? Early on, I guess you definitely do. Yeah. The, yeah. One, the one question though, I think the big one that a lot of people have um, and just for the disclaimer that there's going to be some spoilers if for those of you who have not seen Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. So just warning there. You might have to skip ahead, but don't turn off. Yeah. Skip ahead. <laughs> just skip ahead. We'll probably uh, talk about something else fairly shortly. In like two, two, two <laughs> seconds. Uh, the theory of a credence, like who, like credence's identity, where did he actually come from? And so we find that he's, we find that he's a Dumbledore. He's a Aurelius Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are mad because in the books, there's no mention of Aurelius Dumbledore anywhere. Mm-hmm. They mention Dumbledore has an older brother. I forget the name. It escapes me right now. And then a sister. Yeah. yeah. Who, who is apparently close to being an um, obscurist because they had a lot of tra- she had a lot of trauma as well. And they talk about that. And so I think what, what the question is, 
And the theory that makes the most sense right now is to, and we're going to find out, obviously, there's three more movies about this. Yeah. But I wait oh, yeah. six more years for yeah. all of them, though. So Aurelius said where he came from, he, the big theory that I think is a popular one right now is he was an illegitimate kid who, because the question is like, well, why, how, why was he on the boat then too? When Lita, 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 Lita Lestrange's um, baby brother was on the boat too, right? Yeah. And, and so if then, I've got my, if I've got my lore correct too, like it also raises some questions about uh, the timeline because Dumbledore's father was in, uh, Azkaban, you know, yeah. in a certain time, like, and he would have had to been conceived, like, either inside or, yeah. like, very and shortly. And they mentioned Credence is uh, over 18, and, like, the time frame is, it, it, it's a mess. doesn't quite it add doesn't up. Quite yeah, add up. So, terrible, yeah. so, there's a bit of a faux pas there in the, the timelines that J.K. Rowling's going to have to explain. Yeah, but, or, or just, or not. It's or hard not. to say. Yeah, they may just push, <clears> yeah. like, apparently there's other examples of her just kind of pushing the boundaries of it. But, but I also saw somebody else had a theory that, that maybe uh, Grindelwald was lying to him at the end. And oh, it yeah. was not, like, that he's not actually a Dumbledore and he's just trying to, you know, win him over somehow with some long con or something. But... Apparently, one of the actors, and I've now forgotten or forgotten who it was, has dispelled that. Now, whether that's credible or not, but I guess publicly she said that no, 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 that's not the case. This is legit. So we'll see if that's true or not. But very interesting. That is an interesting theory. Yeah, it, um, you know, it's, it also seems to go like against what J.K. Rowling normally does. Yeah. Normally, when it's like a big like cliffhanger like that, it tends to be true. Right. Yeah. But yeah. so like basically going back, Dumbledore's. They didn't want to tarnish their family name by having an illegitimate kid because the theory kind of ties closely into Dumbledore's um, Dumbledore's mom got raped when she was young. Oh, is that right? Oh, and that's, that's the one of the or... theories. Oh, okay. But, um, which could explain illegitimate, illegitimate kid that either Dumbledore knows about. Mm-hmm. And when I say Dumbledore, I mean Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. When he know what he, which he knows about and he's just refusing to acknowledge mm-hmm. or he doesn't know about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so it'll be very interesting. But like with the timeline and everything though, like it just, like why, if the, that was it, like why would he keep yeah. like the Dumbledore? The timeline that mits, or the theory that fits the most sense with the, time, the timeline that I also read further down um, is that actually Aurelius Dumbledore is Dumbledore's nephew. So instead of, so, oh, okay. so, why, so while... <clears throat> Grindelwald, uh, very nice German there on that yeah. one. Why well, Grindelwald, uh, who is excellent, by the way. Um, I was a little worried because Colin Farrell, I thought, should have been him, but I Johnny Depp did a really good job at Grindelwald. So yeah, he did. I, sorry, interrupt. I saw he, somebody made a good point that he didn't have any of the Captain Jack Sparrow. Fortunately, no. you know, show up in the role. It was pretty well done. And I think. so. Um, the theory that fits the most sense with the timeline issue is that Aurelius Dumbledore is actually a nephew, mm-hmm. but then whose whose kid is he the illegitimate bastard child of? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. We better not get too far into the lore before we no, completely butcher and it and get I'm all the mail. I'm probably butchering everything <laughs> now. But uh, huge shout out to my friend uh, Jesse uh, who was giving me some information on this. Speaking of Dumbledore, and I don't know my actors that well, but man, Jude Law's Dumbledore was pretty good, I must oh say. Oh my God. I like totally forgot he was playing Dumbledore mm-hmm. for this movie. And then when I saw him just like you know, do his cameo and he turns around, <laughs> and it's like, 
I was like, oh my God, it's Jude Law. It's Vasily Saitsev from Enemy at the Gates. Which, if you haven't seen, is by far, I think, his top movie besides, obviously, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he was awesome. I thought he was a bang-up yeah. job of... Albus Dumbledore. The only thing that was like kind of the, the thing that I kind of struggled with, like this movie versus, or like the first two movies, honestly, versus the Harry Potter series. Like, like the Harry Potter one gives you a lot more of that like wizarding world, like castles, like you know Hogwarts style and stuff. Like, I saw an interesting picture today. It was like. When did Dumbledore decide to go from like a three-piece suit and vest yeah, to like, like wizarding robes, robes and a yeah. matching hat, right? So there's like a little bit of like kind of like a disconnect between the two series I find there. Like it's like it's cool. Like yeah. I love how it's set in, you know, like New yeah. York and London and stuff yeah. and that's kind of neat. But it just like seems like well, there's this kind of gap between the two. So I, I'd be curious to see if that eventually and like I morphs into I think it. this plays back to like the prequel and having prequels in like the different universe, right? Yeah. Because if you look back at the Star Wars, like Star Wars episode four, five, and six were made in the seventies and early eighties. Yeah. Um, and like the technology back then was shit compared to episode one and two and three, right? Yeah. Like even just like if you look at the ships and everything, they mm-hmm. just look even more advanced. Everything just looks better and newer, even though it's supposed to be older. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a similar comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, that and again, because there's no books to base off of the movies, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it was very. It's very interesting. You just kind of think, though. Yeah, like even if it was set in the eighteen fifties or something, I don't know how old Hogwarts is supposed to be, but like you would just assume that you would be wearing robes back then too, right? Yeah, so, yeah, it's kind of weird, but maybe there's maybe we'll learn there's some kind of like he's got to be there till he's eighty before he's allowed to get robes or something. I don't know. Well, I'm trying to picture how old he is in these movies mm-hmm. because uh, Fantastic Beasts is set in the twenties. 26 and 27, yeah. I think. And like Harry Potter is like set in like the late nineties. Yeah, it's basically like set in the year the books came out. Yeah, right? so, so the yeah. late late nineties. So yeah. if Dumbledore's like thirty ish in the twenties, which he, I mean, Jude Law looks like he's in his thirties mm-hmm. in there. He's over a hundred years old mm-hmm. in the movie, which I think and, is as expected. I think. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I need to read the books again because I've and forgotten then, so much of it. Did you know that? And this is kind of going, this is kind of just a random fact. But did you know that Dumbledore, the original Dumbledore? Yeah, yeah. Changes? Because. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, I forgot the actor's name, he died. He died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was thinking about that the other day. And, it, and I'm, because I didn't really notice until somebody pointed that out. Mm-hmm. It was a while ago now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And so I had to watch for myself. I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap, no way. And that's just like ties into this. The Iron Man, the original Iron Man, uh, the original one played by, uh, so War Machine, um, was, it, Don Cheadle took over, but it was originally played by Terrence Howard. Did you guys know that? Yep. Which Iron, like which Iron Man? The is original the, Iron Man. The first so, Iron Man to Iron Man 2. Yeah. It's because they got Don Cheadle so much cheaper than uh, Terrence Howard. So, um, not a, lot of, not a lot of movies can pull that off, to be honest, in, in my opinion, where they can, where they just switch actors like that. And they keep the same role, but I thought I thought uh, I mean, Dumbledore Don was awesome, and same with Dumbledore. Also, I yeah, thought yeah, the yeah. new Dumbledore was much, much more. Dumbledore's mostly makeup and livelier so. <laughs> than the older Dumbledore, which yeah. was great. But he was very, very old, Harry Potter. I don't sound like uh, yeah, just struggling for laughs. Gandalf. <laughs> I ain't struggling for laughs. People <laughs> okay. are laughing. See, yeah. you're laughing right now. <laughs> Gandalf, a wizard is never late. Yeah. Master Frodo. 
Well, should we move on from Harry Potter so people can tune back in from the spoiler alert? Yeah, so... Uh, what else you guys get up to this week? Well, I was playing a lot of FIFA this weekend. Yeah? Yeah, uh, FIFA 19, which uh, now has Champions League in it. Nice. So it's uh, like the best thing addition to the game because now that I can like, instead of having to make uh, Champions League and everything, I can mm-hmm. just go right into it where I don't have to use tournaments where i have to like constantly switch players and everything do you play as like an actual team or do you have to piece together your own team no this one i'm just playing as like manchester united oh boy well, you could have at least picked the best good team. world best club in the world yeah. yeah come and talk to me simon <laughs> when your team has won as many trophies uh, as uh manchester united best soccer team in the world i could have been confused but i thought liverpool might have been just a little higher in the standings last i looked there but <laughs> hey standings don't mean anything until it's the end yeah, yeah. So how's what's and uh, Man City? I think is took over first place again. I've heard yeah, FIFA's really good this year. Uh, it? it's got like some mixed reviews. It's not like I don't know. It's not the greatest one I've played. It's just a new edition, and I haven't played it for two years, so I oh, like yeah. to take two years off and then go play it again. And like I could be wrong, but I thought last year's was supposed to be not as good as some of the previous years. But I could be wrong. I don't know. But yeah, like the last one I played was 2017. Mm-hmm. So I heard this is supposed to be one of the better ones in the last 10 years. So yeah, th- there's just like, you're always going to have your glitches and everything, but yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's got like some, you can predict where your passes go better, where, yeah. which was like so helpful because like last time it was like just so frustrating having passes go backwards and passes go. Oh like, yeah. Just sideways. Like at least now you know where you're going when you want to pass it. Yeah. So do you have, like, when you pick Man U, then do you have their set, like, is it their real world yeah, roster? Yeah, their, their set lineup. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't have to, you haven't broken the bank on, no, on I'm not do that player packs yet? No. no? Okay. I've, I've no microtransactions this time? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've really learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not funny. wasting, like, another, I don't want to say that because my parents listen. Yeah. How much money I wasted on this. <laughs> another hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's... I, I you'll have to I'll have to try it out sometimes and I can get a little practice in so well, that, that maybe I can hold my own against Kels sometime. That yeah, because I think I've I've beat we played each other like sixty five times and yeah. I beat you sixty four of those times and the fifth time I we came back I came back from being down four goals to zero and tied you so yeah never lost to you. I'll start practicing up on my. I've still got FIFA eleven. Brent stashed would away. smash me though. He's uh, mm-hmm. Brent's actually quite a, a phenom when it comes to these sports games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, like with the the sports games, is they keep releasing a damn one every single year. Yeah, like because people like Brent keep buying them. Well, yeah. I know, I know, but you know what? Like, yeah, I can see it's why pretty good business model stop with the <laughs> microtransactions because, like, I really I stopped buying NHL after Connor McDavid is on the cover of NHL eighteen because the greatest player in the world right yeah. now. Um, I'll fight all of you. <laughs> um, Only time you'll ever win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Game. That's right. What is uh? What is a? I'll make fun of my own team this week because mm-hmm. I made fun of all your teams. Uh, what does an Oilers fan do when he wins the Stanley Cup? Turns off his Xbox and goes to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. Um, that wasn't the joke of the day, by the way. That'll be coming no. up. I got a good one brewing for you guys. I think that's the joke of the last ten years for the Oilers, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, it's just the yeah. <laughs> but got a new coach. Kind of, we're kind of rambling. Yeah, we're talking about sports, so no, this is kind of yeah. relevant. Impromptu got a new sports coach. segment. Yeah, got a new coach uh, last night. <clears throat> Ken Hitchcock, old Hitchy. <laughs> so, so, do you know? Sorry, do you know Brent? Was the reason that they don't have uh, Quenville, or like that they didn't bring in Quenville? Is, well, I mean, maybe there could have been a number of reasons they didn't bring him in. But do you know were they allowed to approach Quenville? Because I read somewhere that like the Blackhawks still somehow controlled who he was allowed to talk to. Do you know if that's true or not? 
I don't I like. I never up. really looked into it because yeah. obviously I don't really like care about Edmonton. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just I. I think they wanted somebody like Hitchcock. I think they didn't want somebody long term, from what I hear. Okay. It's they wanted someone to push these guys for just this year and see how far like he could get them. Mm-hmm. You know, because pretty much this is, you know. The GM probably isn't going to be around like that much longer if this team doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, and he's really earned it. So, you but know, he has like that's probably I've never seen a GM with that much job security, and that's even yeah. as a Montreal fan. Like, to be honest, it's a lot of I I think it's a lot of like not there's a lot of great hockey minds there. Like Bob Nicholson's there, Gretzky's there. Uh, like yeah. you look at Shirelli, he's pretty good. Like. Mc- McKell- McQuen- How do you say his name? McKellen? Todd McClellan. McClellan yeah, there sorry. we go. Um, yeah, he's. I would vote him like a top ten coach in the league. Like he really did very well in San Jose and deserves it. But like that, it's just a lot of good minds, and it's just been really weird how they can't get it together. They've just like done terrible deals. Like the there's like the Reinhardt deal with Islanders that sent two picks to the Islanders. One turned out to be Matthew Barzell. The other one turned out to be like right. some other like depth guy on the team who like probably would be really good and helpful in Edmonton. You look at the Taylor Hall for Larson deal. It's mm-hmm. like historically, it Lucic, might... I mean, there's all kinds oh, of stuff. Yeah. Like, but I mean, like you got to think that you know it's easy to put it all on Torelli, but like you got to think with like you're saying, great hockey minds there. Like surely you know the Gretzky and everyone else is weighing in on these decisions too. You know, in some capacity, probably. So yeah, I don't but know. he wasn't there. Like the First year, they did the Lucic one. They might have been, he might have been part of them then, but that was like the first year that they finally got back to the playoffs <coughs> and everything. Right. And it looked like it was, like it was going to be, yeah. But then, uh, Batman's like Ducks mm-hmm. decided to, uh, screw us over. Sorry. But mm-hmm. you, you look at that year and everything changed. Like you go in, you signed McDavid to this massive deal, which to be fair, he took like less money and it was, which Quite. says a lot about his personality as a character. Yeah. And then you go in and you watch the dry settle deal, which now is like destroying actually like hockey teams. Like you look at the Leafs right now, they can't sign Nylander. Why? Because of the dry settle deal. It's it's been a frustrating it's just I don't like the way the GM built the team around. Like he could have just forced Dry Seidel to take less money. Like I mean, maybe he couldn't have forced him and you would have had to deal him. But <laughs> Like potentially Nylander, but I don't we'll think Drysdale. I don't because Drysdale is a points producer, obviously when he plays with McDavid. But for the foreseeable future, those two mm-hmm. will be playing together because. But is that, if it ain't is broke, that really don't what, fix it? But is that really what you want, though? No, it's like not you what look I at want. Pittsburgh when you have Crosby, Malkin. Yeah. Like you want two guys to have their own lines. Yeah, and you just you can't do but that. But the problem right now. is, is it's so top heavy. There's like there's no there's no like good in between you got mcdavid then you got dry then you have like lucic <laughs> no then you have like this spot where there should be people that's yeah. what i mean that gigantic kind of and that but that's where like that's where you blame shirelli because what yeah like, oh yeah i'm not saying he's innocent you can't okay you can't blame him on the yakupov deal no and you look at nugent hopkins as i think the only other player out of that draft is morgan riley i might be wrong on those drafts but like 
he didn't really miss on Nugent Hopkins because he might be no. the best player out of that draft. He's the, and he's the only first overall pick. Yeah, we've and that's again not Shirelli again. No, but yeah. Then you look at him like how good would Barzell look as your number three center? Yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, uh, Shirelli. I personally don't agree with what how what they did yesterday. I like Todd McCullen a lot. But unfortunately, it's the classic tale because both of them were in the hot seat, right? Something's got to so change. So it's a classic yeah. tale of me versus you. Okay, well, I am your boss, and I don't want to lose my job, so bye. They and so a- it's just unfortunate. But Todd or Todd McClellan, Ken Hitchcock is the third most winningest coach in the NHL with now 825 wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's coached for like 400 years. 20, the guy looks like... like 21 uh, years. guy yeah. looks like Dumbledore almost. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> but he, he's... He, I honestly... I did not like Hitchcock just based on like players not liking him because he's not a player's coach. But I have to admit, he's got a track record from coming to teams that have been struggling and, like you said earlier, like short-term fix and coming in and fixing them. Mm-hmm. What, did he do with, what did he do with St. Louis? Came in and he fixed them. Yeah, I, I, I'll agree with like St. Louis because he made Tarasenko a lot better player and he's had some of his more productive years and with Hitchcock, if you look at his start with Dallas, like they won the Stanley Cup. Granted, the goals didn't have counted because it was goaltender interference. Mm-hmm. But uh, remember, then ninety nine when they were the classic pretty, Lindy like, Ruff post uh, Stanley Cup conference. Yeah, yeah, no goal, and that's yeah. literally all he said with his glasses. It's awesome. It's still one of my favorite uh, like hockey memories. And the Oilers so, just you know, need to end up doing like Vancouver's done where basically don't plan for the future at all <laughs> when you get rid of the Sedin twins and then somehow just be really really you good know, the next but year. But they had prospects and like they did. Edmonton well, doesn't have the prospects. No, that's what I mean. There. Yeah, they yeah. they not necessarily lucked out but like man like Peterson Pedersen depending on what day of the week it is. Yeah. Man, that guy's just unreal. Like and that I mean I think everyone knew he was going to be good but nobody knew he was going to be that good. I'm optimistic for for Edmonton. Um Koskinen starting to impress me. Like yes, he's had a couple of bad games here. But honestly, he's playing a lot better than Talbot. Yeah, but and they, they still they don't a, have a defender. They paid a lot for of money for him to come out of the cage. Yeah, yeah so, you know what he's getting? He's getting quite a bit. Isn't he? No, he's like he's pretty close to one of the top paid backups. I think. Yeah, which is good. I, I think they were trying to get him away from. I can't remember which team yeah. it was, but they're they were definitely trying to keep him away. Maybe the Islanders or something. But yeah. um, yeah. So I think I think Talbot may have just lost his starting job, which but, is like warranted. Well, That's yeah, because he can't stop a beach bad. ball. It is. If he's like... Like, you look at a lot of goalies right now. It's like yeah. Matt Murray. I hope he has struggled this year. Yeah. Like... Uh, Carey Price is even known to let a few in between Carey, his legs. Yeah, Carey Price is really struggling. He got benched like, for a week or so, and then now he's looking better. I mean, the thing is, he's looking a lot better now, but the team's still giving up five goals yeah. a game, and that's just... Yeah, all the goalies really who now. should be performing seem to be in a lull, and the goalies who you wouldn't expect to go or do anything are yeah. actually performing really, yeah, really it's, well right now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like watching like Kincaid, Carter Hutton, guys like those have really, really... Cam Ward was playing well for a and, while. Yeah, well, well he, was, he was playing well with uh, Crawford out. And yeah. Jacob Markstrom, to, for, to his credit for Yeah, Vancouver, actually, that's a really like, good call. He was, I like that. He was playing... Unbelievable! Like nobody well, expected is, Vancouver to do anything. Well, I was, I mean, but now I have, they're losing six. Well, in a row I have him on my fantasy team. Like the thing is, his numbers are actually pretty bad. Like he had the worst save percentage in the league for goalies over whatever it was ten. Are you look at that like defense, that. man. That's, That's the thing. Yeah, bad defense and young kids up front. It's, it's well, at least the Edmonton has a better defense. The Canucks have just been outscoring that, teams. Yeah, it's the only thing keeping him alive. But I mean, yeah, he's he's certainly helped. But yeah, he's not been lights out by any yeah. means. So, but actually, one one big play. Like I want to. 
give Vancouver a lot of credit. Once they moved on from Sedin's, they made a massive, they made a deal of uh, Dylan Schneider out like a couple years ago, and they brought in a ninth overall pick, ninth or eighth, and they turned that into Bo Horvat, who has turned into a legit number one center. Like, you want to talk about Pedersen being good? That Horvat is like legit all star. Mm-hmm. He, he went deserves on MVP record talk right now. I wanted yeah. to say that he's going to be one of the best in the world someday. And he's, yeah, he's putting it together for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I would agree. Bo Horvat is I mean, impressive to watch. Mm-hmm. So that was an awesome, awesome little snidbit on yeah. what the future of our podcast uh, may be someday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hockey episodes here and there. Yeah. So, because I, yeah. Well, I'll drag it back to video games yeah. for a bit. I was playing some video games this yeah, week. Yeah, what were you playing? As I've been known to do. So I finally, I don't know, have you played Ori in the Blind Forest before? I have. I got it on the Steam sale a couple years ago when it was like dirt cheap. And I played it like for the first few levels and really got into it. But I'm like... When it comes to like games, I have like severe ADHD. Like I, yeah, I'm exactly the same. Because honestly, I, it's funny. I don't like traditionally. Games. I don't get into actually even, like single player games generally at all. And that one I picked up, yeah, on a Steam sale probably two years ago. I would guess it was maybe even three because it came out in 2015. So it must have been two or three years ago I got it. And then I started it right away and like actually really loved it and played it quite a bit. And then probably something else came in or, you know, friends were like, oh, come join us to play this. It was probably when I got into, no, this is way before that. So this would have been, this would have been probably when I got into like Heroes of the Storm or something like that. And then I just, it completely forgot about it. And I picked it up again, like probably six months or a year ago loved it again and then forgot about it or got busy or something. But anyways, I decided this weekend that I was going to come back to it and finish it. And I finally did the other night. And man, that, what a good game. Like I would highly recommend, not even like for people that like, like 2d platformers. Actually, I learned a new genre. It's apparently called a Metroidvania game, which have you ever heard that? Yeah. 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 So that's like a, for people like myself that didn't know, that's a, a genre, I guess, which was kind of spawned by games that are a hybrid of like Metroid games and Castlevania games. So yeah, kind of that two D platformer adventure style or adventure style. But but yeah, actually, probably one of my favorite games I've played in like several years. Just an amazing soundtrack, uh, amazing art style, really just and a, a great story. It's kind of this like uh, spirit like tree kind of you know forest kind of thing going on and and it was just like really well explained with ori and uh what's the dudes called it or uh sen or saint saint i think it's pronounced yeah ori is the character in scenes like that orb of light or whatever that follows you along it's the spirit of the tree but anyways yeah and so there's a the reason i want to finish it is the sequel is coming out in 2019 which is ori and the will of the wisps which they had a trailer at last year's e3 and then another one at, at this e3 here and it looks pretty amazing again so i'm definitely looking forward to that finish that off and so I, yeah so i wrapped up ori and then nice. started into have you heard of uh, i think it's called abzu i have not yeah which i a game again i picked up on a steam sale i'm just trying to get really catch up on my steam games here because i've got like <laughs> and maybe we'll be a steam game review yeah. podcast <laughs> i probably got 20 that i've never even installed let alone like never played as is you know classic with steam sales so I, yeah, started this game. It's called Abzu, which is like, it's all caps, A-B-Z, and then U with a, oh, I looked it up because I actually wanted to know name it. U with a circumflex on top, which is like a hat, or like a upwards point thing. Anyways. So but it's an it, accent circumflex, yeah. Is that, um, ah, that's how you say it in French, as they say in French, the chapeau, like a little hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that one's like a, and I, I kind of picked, I think I picked it up around the same time. It was probably recommended to me or something because of Ori. It's like a, 
uh, underwater adventure, like diving, not simulator, but like diving adventure game. And I haven't got that far into it yet, but from what I, like, it's very much focused on like the art style and everything too. Like it's, there's no user interface at all, really. It's just you in an ocean and there's uh, tons of different fish. Apparently I, I haven't got that far into it, but I think there's something like hundred different kinds of fish and like sharks and stuff. And you can like ride on sharks, which is pretty cool. Man, Brent, you would love this game because you love <laughs> yeah. animals. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you can like ride sharks and stuff. And I, I think it's like you solve puzzles basically is what I've gathered from it so far underwater. Sweet. But it, I think it's a relatively short game too. Like people were saying, it, you know, unfortunately it was too short, so get it on sale. But I think it's, you know, maybe like a six hour type of deal playthrough. So I'm hoping if I get into that, hope to wrap that one up this week and move on to the next one. But definitely enjoying it so far. And that one also got like nominated for a good soundtrack and stuff too. So that's right up my alley of, well, the, the visual arts are not my strong suit, but I do enjoy a, I do enjoy a good orchestral soundtrack. So, well, you are amazing when it comes to music. So <laughs> I would uh, give you that credit You're too kind. Well, no, I'm just being real here. Yeah. You don't give yourself enough credit. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, this guy's amazing in violin. Uh, he's a really great violinist. So, well. uh, Practice makes better. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know what? You're not too bad shredding be, on guitar, too. It would be perfect. Oh, yeah. That a, one I don't have as much confidence once in. Once upon a time, we had a band. Yeah. But, it's uh, fun to make noise. Yeah. But, but uh, people got busy. Yeah. So having kids. And mm-hmm. uh, as is life when you get older. So you've been playing Fallout today, Fallout yeah. 76. So, like, I. I How's really, that going? Oh, man. I've wow. heard it's, it's, I mean, I think we talked about it last week or the week before something that game's been getting slammed. But. It's getting, like, absolutely obliterated. Now, I, well, I can see why it's getting obliterated. Um, like, I'll just give you some numbers. Like, how far into it are you? Just a couple um, hours? Or are you away? No, in? I'm pretty far in yeah. now because um, I had a day off yesterday. Yeah. Is it like Bug Central? Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. It is that bad. There's yeah. this, there's like, so it's because it's completely online. Like, you're, you load into a world and there's other people there. So um, it's like MMO then? Yeah, RPG, so it's yeah. an MMO. So it's yeah. it's like because Bethesda also did Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, and in my opinion, Elder Scrolls is one of Bethesda's best games ever. Not the online. Online was not very good. Um, but like the but, Skyrim I mean, that's like, and like well, that's Elder the thing. Scrolls that's like, like that's Bethesda's but, trademark. I mean that it, well, and the, and trademark Bethesda is the fact that they've had these like amazing huge hits, and then also like these disastrous ventures into other styles or so, other games. Fallout Four, which was the offline single player, like pre, like I guess like pre sequel, I guess because um, Fallout seventy six takes place before mm-hmm. uh, Fallout Four's time. And that was the uh, last game like in the series that came out, right? Or was that, is that right? Fallout 4, and then it was Fallout. Yeah. Then there was this Fallout oh, Shelter app that uh, uh, on your phone. I okay. never really but played it. The but main yeah, AAA. Fallout yeah. 76. So Fallout 4 sold 1.2 million copies in its first 24 hours. And that's not including online copies. Mm-hmm. Fallout 76 is down 80% from that number. Really? <laughs> in the opening weekend. 80%. So a lot of factors go into play here. Um, one of the things that I think the most, uh, the reason why it's a factor is because Fallout 76 is completely online. So you need PlayStation Plus or you need Xbox Live to play it. Yeah. If you do not have that subscription, you cannot play it. That's so pretty annoying. Yeah. That, that's a big deterrent. The other reason that I've been reading is that it, it's not complete. They feel like it was rushed. And I would agree with them yeah. because they, they announced Fallout 76 like, because they kept it in the dark, and they announced it at E3, and then, like, four months later, it comes out. Mm-hmm. That's way too soon for a game to be released. So, yes, there's a lot of bugs. So, going back to 
when uh, I just kind of rolled my eyes when you guys asked if there's bugs. <laughs> um, there's events in this game. So things that just pop up and happen. And if you're in the area and you do them, you get rewards. So one of the one bug I encountered yesterday is there's these uh, drops that come from these uh, helicopters. Like you get supply drops, right? And it's yeah. part of a miscellaneous objective. So get the supply drop. So I'm in a town and I'm in the circle where it's supposed to be. And I see this copter that's flying and it flies into a building, like literally <laughs> and lands into the building <laughs> and you can't get into this building. It's one of those just like arts that are there. There's no doors. There's nothing. So, <laughs> so it's like, they just a drop. Just ditched your supplies <laughs> yeah, so in the building. <laughs> I can't get into it. So it's like, oh, great. There's probably a... Uh, there's probably a fat man in there. For those of you who don't know, fat man is uh, a, a gun that shoots many nukes. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I've shot a bunch of these things at these giant-ass creatures in Fallout 4. What doesn't kill you in one nuke hit? That's crazy. <laughs> well, cockroaches. But but still, like, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> it's a nuke. And you're still standing, coming at me, charging me. In a cathedral, mind you. So first of all, how did this big creature get into a cathedral? It just physics there just don't add up. <laughs> Unless it like grew as a baby and just like stood there. It's probably it from the yeah, catacombs. For, just yeah. waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. But which reminds me, oh, was man, Fall of Four. Just had a little like not deja vu like or something flashback to because we were talking about Diablo the other week. They had flashback to. You, you remember the? I forget what. Well, it's isn't it? It's called the cathedral in Diablo Two, isn't it? Where you. You go and like you go in the main building, and then there's like the two staircases on the side, right? You yeah. go down into like different levels, right? Is, it, is, the, ca- is it the catacombs or the? St- are you talking about? Called? Are you are you talking about Diablo two or yeah, Diablo? Two. Diablo two. Okay, so there's the catacombs. It's the so catacombs. Called, yeah, and there's like six levels or something like that, or four. Well, I can't there's four now. levels, and so in Act one, there's the catacombs, right? Yeah. Um, and then Act two is uh, Talrash's tomb. Yeah. Um, where Duriel is. Mm-hmm. Um, Act three was uh, Mephist- Mephisto. 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 Yeah. yeah. In uh, Travincle, which for the years I thought it was Travincial, but then yeah, I me too. And it's like it's <laughs> Travincle. Yeah, like what the heck? Travincial's I, I way like, better. I feel like all my buddies called it. Everybody that Everybody said Travincial. Yeah, or like yeah, yeah. Going to Trav, doing Trav runs. Yeah, um, and then Act Four is obviously Diablo. And is that is that I can't remember. Hell. Is that you go through the cathedral to that or the ca- or what is it? Um, no, Pandemonium Fortress. Um, you get it's, yeah. What's the one I'm picturing? That it's like gray. You go in, you go down. On the left and right. I'm gonna. Well, there's only one way to solve this. We're gonna have to have another replay. Have to play. All right, I'll install when I get home too. We should. Uh, yeah. One of these episodes, we'll uh, we'll play some good old D2 <laughs> for you guys, uh, and we'll have to live just, stream it. Such a classic. Um. But. Yeah. Anyways, you think like, are you gonna finish Fallout? Do you think? Oh yeah, because you think it's, it's good enough to get through. I really, I'm enjoying it. So I'm in the small portion that actually really likes the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's buggy as heck. Yes, it was released way too soon. Uh, no, it's not complete. But the nice thing about online games mm-hmm. is they're like a work in progress. They're still going. Yeah. So like they release patches, they release new content. Whereas like Fallout 4 was complete and then they released DLC. Yeah, I had to look it up because I, I couldn't remember. And because I, I, it's funny, I played Fallout 3 a bit. I think I rented it back in the day when you could still rent video. I mean, you still can, I guess, but you still can. It's <laughs> yeah. less a less a thing <laughs> now, but I went and rented it. And I follow three that is, and I, 
I tried it for a bit, and for whatever reason, I don't know if I just didn't give enough of a chance or just I'm too bad at those types of games, but I just didn't get into it, which is funny because Fallout 3, from what I understand, is like the, the pinnacle of the series Fallout so far. Fallout 3 so. is the best Fallout yeah. to have been released, and I, I aside know, from like the old school 1 and 2. Yeah, a lot of people I know that are that's like one of their favorite games, and for whatever reason, I just didn't get into it, and I didn't give it another try, but... Fallout 4 took a bit of a beating from what I remember ratings-wise, too. Like, not as much as 76 by any means. But I think it there was still... I don't know if it was bugs or just the storyline or something about it. I can't remember now because that was a few years back. But it took a little bit of a beating, too. But it's certainly not to the extent that 76 was uh, taken. So, Fallout yeah. 4, yeah, the biggest complaint, you hit the nail in the coffin there. Um, or the nail on the head or whatever the saying yeah. is. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's you a know, story You spend uh, one-third of your life standing in line. Right? <laughs> I thought it was you spend one-third of your life standing in line. Yeah. I heard that in a movie, obviously. Yeah. And I believe it, though, because you spend a lot of time standing in line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one-third of your life. Yeah. At, like, if you go to an amusement park, mm-hmm. you are you get hungry. Mm-hmm. You get hungry, in line. yeah, I bet. No, it. seriously, like, it's like an hour, and it's like, yeah. I want to eat a hot dog. Anyways, again. at the end of the night, yeah. you know, who knows if you hit the banana on the head with the nail here but. <laughs> that's right um so the story arc was terrible from yeah. what people are saying in fall four and well i can agree with them because it was very like to sort of platinum to platinum the game you had to do like different faction quests and you can only be these faction quests if you, you can only do these quests with these certain factions mm-hmm. if you renounce yourself with these other factions mm-hmm. and in order to get all the trophies you have to do all the faction quests so there was a lot of like to get it all, to get all of it, I kind of cheated uh, and looked at some trophy hunting quite, uh, <laughs> uh, pages. You had to let, save, and then do the story this way, and then go mm-hmm. back to your old save and do the different story. Uh, but Fallout seventy six's story so far, I'm too, I'm uh, still fresh into it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no NPCs, so that's kind of scary. Like A lot all? of it, I like at all everybody you meet in the game is a real person so there's like these little robot vendors but there's nobody that says like stay a while and listen <laughs> i am deckard kane oh but, oh like, like like if you like buy quests. something it's from like a robot yeah exactly oh, it's like okay your ammunition oh i see so they're, they're kind of npcs but not really caps. yeah okay. so like but en- like enemies you fight though so there, yeah. there's enemies and then there's a, people yeah. okay. but like your quests you get from computers like they're terminals. Oh, I see. So okay. that's how you get your quests. And so that is, uh, I think a lot of people are upset about. It's a tough pill to swallow, but honestly, I'm enjoying it because it kind of reminds me of Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Um, the graphics haven't really changed. They're still the same. Yeah, it's buggy as shit, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what you get with an online game. And Fallout 4 is pretty buggy, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was fun. It's really hard, though, because like in Fallout 4, you can go to these towns or these people and buy things like stim packs, which will heal you and rad away, which will reduce your radiation. Mm-hmm. I'm finding it a tough time finding any of this crap because there's no vendors besides the robots and they don't really have a much of these things. And so it's hard for me. <laughs> I'm finding that Fallout 76 is harder than Fallout 4. Um, I'm still really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and graphics are nice too. And mm-hmm. it's just another post-apocalyptic game. And I think Bethesda did a good job. Yes, they could have done better, but it's not going to be as bad as Diablo Immortal. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm just looking forward to like catching up on some of the, even like just small indie games that I've been playing or I've neglected because I find that those are sometimes a nice way because the, the nice thing is that they're not like a hundred hour game to crush through, you know, like it's, you can be done in a weekend sometimes with some of the smaller ones, which is fun. So what well, is that maybe a good place to 
stop here and remind yeah. all of our uh, viewers, aka listeners, such as you wonderful folks, to bop that subscribe button nice. a couple times there mm-hmm. uh, nice. for good measure. Well, don't bop it twice because then no. I think you probably unsubscribe. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that was only. you and your friend yeah. Yeah. bopping it together yeah so that means there's two subs uh if you like this great uh, <laughs> that's math folks that's yeah. right uh good thing i'm not a math teacher yeah. um and make sure to follow us on facebook like us on facebook there uh instagram twitter all sorts of all those social media uh gadgets and with that i'm gonna give you guys the joke of the day you're canadian before you go to the bathroom and you're canadian when you get out of the bathroom what are you when you're in the bathroom? What are you? European. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Stay classy.